I want to welcome everybody right now to the Netflix and Ill podcast with your host, Josh Legend. And Miss KD. And we just want to welcome y'all. We're uh, we're definitely two intellectual people that have very strong opinions on things. And uh, we shape our minds through the internet every day. And that's what Netflix is. You know, it's the internet, you know, flicks on it, the movies and whatnot. So we'll be talking about movies, TV shows, whatever's going on in pop culture, whatever's ill and dope. Welcome to Netflix and Hill. A little bit about me. Um, definitely, I love the entertainment industry. I love music, movies, TV shows, all of that. I uh, used to intern for BET. I used to do different things with record labels down in Atlanta. But now I'm out here on the West Coast in Las Vegas and just trying to make some of myself. I host a radio show every Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. on KUMB Las Vegas. So check that out as well. But right here, this is the podcast, Raw, Unfiltered. This me and my lovely host, Miss KD. Hello, hello, hello. Like you said, my name is Miss KD. A little bit about me. I am random. I'm the person that knows a lot, or knows a little about a lot, I should say. And I grew up an only kid, so I had a lot of time to learn a lot of things. So I have random fun facts about me, like, oh, I do graphic design, I cook, I do hair, I can sew. The list goes on. Um, But within that, I also got my degree um, at UNLV, Go Rebels, um, in broadcast journalism and a minor in Afro-American studies. So you can imagine how that went going to a PWI. Black Lives Matter. All day, every day. Um, So I'm very passionate about that. Um, Very involved in all of the protests uh, and discussions about... Uh, microaggressions in the workplace, uh, you know, everything you can think of in regards to race relations in America. Um, yeah, I love art. Vibe with me about it. If you, you know, if you love art too, you can do it all day, every day. You know, music, poetry, anything you can think of. Want to share some art pieces? We could do that too. Um, that's pretty much it. I feel that. I love music myself as well. I'm definitely a trap music enthusiast. Uh, I like to say all the time that I'm pretty much a Cali boy. No, I am a Cali boy. But most people don't know, like, oh, he's from California because one day I was abducted by ATL. So they took me Let down me say something now. This man is the only man <laughs> I know that understands Young Thug. Thugger. <laughs> I... I often have to turn to him when music goes on because I'm like, what did this child say? You're the only one. I'm like, hum, hum. he's like, oh, he said chopping out the bando. Yep. Something, something, picking up bad bitches. I'm like, how did you get that? He eat ice cream with his cheese. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't even know, but it sounds good. No, it you know? doesn't. I'm telling y'all, y'all got to understand Young Thug is a genius. I, you know, he said it in the YouTube video. That's what he wants everybody to understand. I understand him. We connect. I feel him. I don't feel his women's clothes. I was just looking up. Uh, I was reading earlier. He said that 90% of his wardrobe is actually females' clothes. I don't blame him because our clothes are cheap. That's not the only thing. You got to think like a lot of people don't know what he looks like as well. He's like six something like he's tall and skinny. So, you know, he gets some skinny jeans or get some women's jeans, excuse me. That's and they fit normal. On him. <laughs> but that's how he likes to wear it. Or the uh, knickerbockers as we used to call it. Hey, that's his Back style. In the day. But I like his music. I think he, he makes some very creative things. And he's very different in today's day, day and age as far as musically. So I get it. A lot of people don't understand. But I, I'm a fan. I'm going to keep it real. I'm a fan of his music. I kind of remove the artist, you know, the person from the music. Because sometimes he does say some 
wild things, you know, in interviews and things like that. But I like his music. I like where he's going creatively. I, I guess. I mean, a lot of people say that about Kanye. And I've gotten to the point with Kanye that I can't remove the man from the music. Yeah, I can't remove that the man from the music. It's like I get sad. I get this overwhelming sadness when I listen to like I was listening to uh, All Falls Down um, earlier this morning. I was getting ready for work this morning, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like he was singing a word, you know, and All Falls Down. And then I think about you know his previous. I can't even tell you what, what was it, Black Skinhead or what was it uh, the, the album name? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was listening. To, uh, you know, thinking about Jesus. I'm like, I didn't get that. From him, like the only song on Jesus that I mess with is "Bound to." Okay, that's the only one. I, I I may have heard another song from there, but the only one that I can recall and I actually like see my head, you know, bobbing a little bit is "Bound to." Like that's "Bound to" is reminiscent of old Kanye to me, just in the newer age. What about his new songs, like uh, the one he made for for North, uh, the only one, the one? Yeah. 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 I, I kind of liked it. I, I don't understand why it was put out as a radio song, but it was cool. You know, it was a real ode to his daughter. You could, st- you could see that it was from his heart. It was cute, I'll say, but I'll choose Hey Mama over Only One in Me Day. I mean, those are different points in time. It's different know? points in time, but it's like, it still, it wasn't like... Kanye. There was a point in time when you said Kanye... Is speaking about music and that hits you like Kanye's a dude if anyone's gonna speak for us it's gonna be Kanye like I know Kanye gonna come through like without a doubt you knew when Kanye put out an album or Kanye was on the song he was about to bring that fire like there was no questioning him but now it's like oh Kanye released the album uh, we'll see Okay. It's, I guess I'll say like, my confidence in him has dwindled but in that same sense of thinking like Kanye is going to be the one to speak for us, would that not be the same reason why he feels like he can run for president in 2020? And would you vote for him? Kanye would vote for Kanye. Kanye don't care. That's true. Either other way. That's true. Kanye is delusional in a sense. Not like not speaking of, oh, Kanye's the one to speak for us in the sense of, oh, he's the all-knowing. But, you know, have, using the term that we use now for back then, Kanye was woke. Mm. Kanye was saying things that you know, little people, I guess you would call us, were saying, but it was not being heard. So when Hurricane Katrina happened, he's standing up there with, uh, or what's his name? Michael Myers. Mike Myers, uh, Myers. And he's like, George Bush doesn't care about black people. He was Classic. like, yes! Classic. Thank you. You still watch that today. Yes! And the cutscene to, to uh, Chris Tucker. He, he just... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was classic. That was it. classic. And so as, as far as me saying like, oh, Kanye, you know, he was going to speak for us. That is, I'm not talking about what he's talking about now. Mm-hmm. He's going on rants about we matter. Duh, duh. Like, no, Kanye, you talking about your your creative design and Ralph Lauren noticing you. We talking about getting killed out here in these streets. But what if he's he's like future woke like like maybe he knows you know maybe he's been woke to the point where he's like all right i know this stuff is an issue right now 
But in the future, I know what's going to be even more of an issue. So I'm going to push myself to be able to make change. And yeah, what I'm talking about right now may not definitely speak to the, the I'm going to keep it real, to the black community and, and what we're going through right now. But in the future, when you want to get your creative ideas out there and things like that, things, I don't, I don't know. I don't it may know. be a too little, too late situation if, you know, that is his mindset and his ultimate goal because it's like he's already lost the fans that he initially had. True. And so the, the okay, I'll, I'm going to be funky with it. The black people that I was rocking here from the beginning are slowly dropping off one by one. So whatever goal he's trying to get to, he got to make them up fast because by the time 2020 hits, mm-hmm. we can all... Forget Kanye, and he got all these little high school white uh, Jimmy, Asher, and Timothy are the only fans that's rocking with him because he was so caught up on getting the approval of all these high end designers to do what they do. We not we can't relate to that. I don't even I can't even afford to go up into uh to Nordstrom's and buy a two hundred dollar blouse. I feel it. But I mean, what if it's for a bigger purpose? Because like you're saying, you know, Asher, Brad, little Todd over there, or whatever, you know. The, <laughs> the, the the kids these days, just like his daughter and just like countless other kids, there are a lot of mixed race children. So they may not have that same plight of growing up black in America that, you know, people in our day and age and before us did. That's why, you know, like he was saying at the MTV Awards, listen to the kids, bro, because... Hey, them kids are going to grow up in in a slightly colorless world. I can't see that because these kids are the ones being killed as well. So you can't tell these kids that, oh, you're growing up in a colorless world when, you know, Tamir Rice, 12 years old, got gunned down. He got gunned down by a white man. He didn't get gunned down by another 12 year old. But still, he's still a little black boy. And other black boys are being shot. So it's like, okay, yeah, these mixed race kids, but at the end of the day, they're still black. I feel that. And they're still going through the same things. Like, it's, yeah, they're, I hate to say it, but these kids are being exposed to too much too soon. But that's because of the day and age. Right? They, the day they and have age. the internet. You know what I mean? It's they the day can... and age, but they can't help that. So it's, unlike us, we were kind of like, we got into these, into this mindset and, and saw these experiences through our upbringing. Like, it wasn't like, oh, white people hate black people. It was like, it had to be a certain incident. Mm-hmm. That woke us up to that. Whereas, as you were saying, they're growing up in a you know in the day of the internet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, they turn on TV. Oh, Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Tamir Rice, you know, Oscar Grant, like all these. They're seeing it. It's not like they're learning about it. You know, they're getting into these experiences. It's being bombarded to them. Right. It's like, okay, we're gonna we're not sugarcoat sugarcoat this bullshit. Here you go. This is what it is. But in the Stay same well. time, it leaves them you know, open to their own perception of it because yeah, it's all over the internet, but you can get so lost in the internet. You know what I'm saying? If they're on their phone or, or something like that, they're on YouTube or, or, or Tumblr, Twitter, whatever the kids are using, they probably got their own little new social media that hasn't been infiltrated by adults and parents yet. But yeah, Right. <laughs> but, you know, what if they're not paying attention to those things? What if they're just caring about uh, uh, the new the new Yeezys that come out? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're so focused and fixated on that. Like, yeah, it's all over the place, but I think it all is left open to, you know, are they willing to actually pay attention to it? Yeah. Because as a kid, like, there are some kids, you know, like, uh, I know you and I were having a conversation before about 
the young boy that, uh, you know, went on YouTube and was kind of ranting about President Obama and the Black Lives Matter movement and things like yeah, that. The young, the youngest Republican, yeah. the youngest black Republican, whatever his name is. Yeah, so it's like, there are some kids that pay attention to that, but with the this, like, wealth of information and resources that the internet is... A lot of these kids, just like just like I mean, any kid wants to do what's cool. Mm-hmm. So if what's cool is having those Yeezys, if what's cool is you know listening to to ASAP Rocky or hip hop music, whatever it is, then that's what they're going to gravitate towards. You know, like I said, you're going to have some that are in that lane of like, hold on, now. the woke you know few of children that are going to be like, wait, this ain't right. But to the majority, yeah. Speaking about him, though, it's opinions can be detrimental. I. It's, it's a little bit of stretch, and I, I and I don't really you know care talking about uh, religion that much. But it's similar to these like five year old preachers. Okay. As far as him being the young black Republican, he learned it from somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. It's and I don't think it's his true opinion. It, it's a, a taught. He's being coached on what to say. He's it's he's being told what to think and how to think. And hasn't really experienced like there's no way you can experience life and go you know what at the age of 14 I know for a fact that I'm a Republican right I say that wholeheartedly I I identify you're with not even old enough to vote yet to vote you can't even drive homie like right. you can't you barely can go home by you don't, yourself you don't know what taxes are yet. right like that's a big part of politics so you how know are you saying? you know how are you sitting back in in with such conviction saying that you are a, a, a Republican like you need more people sway. Like I don't, I don't believe you. And it's just that I, I hate to see that he does have this mindset at the age of fourteen because fourteen is kind of one of those like molding ages. Yeah, You're and so it's like, and I hate that this is his a part of his legacy, mm. young black Republican. Because what's who's to say you know four or five years from now? Mm-hmm. It's, he's totally different, but he's make he's making such waves. He's gonna belong somewhere as long as he's Republican. But still, at five, you know, five years from now, at you know, nineteen, twenty years old, he doesn't view the same things, you know, anymore. Or God forbid, he goes through something, and how he was trashing Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. he now needs us. But I think that's the beauty of life because. You know, yes, you can make that statement of what you feel right now, but, you know, I don't know. It could be two months from now, six months from now, and something could happen, and he could go right back on that same YouTube channel and be like, look, y'all, I was just playing. My bad. I now see for, you know, (laughs) that type of thing there. So, I don't know. I mean, we was talking about Kanye and all that and him having those kind of delusional thoughts and not necessarily being the old Kanye, but I feel like if you got an opinion, say it, and... To me, he might be ahead of his time, or he might just be crazy. Only time will tell. That's the way I feel about it. I think he's a perfect mix. He ain't been right since his mommy died, Carver, so so. Yeah, yeah. It could be possible. I don't know. And you know? being like his wife don't help either. Like she's the queen of vanity. Yeah. So it's like it's not like he has a humble person around him to be like chill. She, she, right. she enjoys it. She she enjoys she, it. She, uh, they feed up. They're yeah. enablers yeah, to exactly. one another. That only and then poor North just look fed up 
every day. That's a cute baby. She's they adorable. Make a, a very beautiful baby. She's adorable, but she has her daddy facial expressions, and that's how I know she be fed up every day. She be looking at you like, "Excuse me, <laughs> what? You want me to get off my backpack and walk? <laughs> what do you mean?" Uh, I don't know. That's crazy. It's crazy how like Kim just became, or Kim and the Kardashian family just became like household names. Uh, I was seeing some. They were like America's family or something. No, like that. Like, absolutely how? not. Okay, okay. Confession how? time. Yeah. I used to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians like religiously. I'm only gonna judge you if you've ever played the Kim Kardashian. I have not. No, let me stop me out. I used to be when they first when the show first mm-hmm. got on to eat is when I started watching like before Kim got her nose done and she got her chin done like I, I used to watch when she looked like Jafar like that's when I was watching it like Kendall and Kylie were in elementary school so when Ray J was still smashing her up no this is when she first got with um, Reggie Reggie uh, with Reggie Bush gotcha Rob was skinny he was modeling he had just got with Adrian Ballon uh, this is like this is the beginning. This is like season. I, Wait, so pause. I'm sorry, I never followed the show. So the show didn't start after the Ray J sex tape. It started maybe like two, if I remember correctly, like years. Like the the first episode or first season, I remember she was with Reggie. But that was after the sex tape or before? I'm sorry. After. I, okay. Okay. Huh. I don't know. I just was always under the assumption that... Because she dated Nick Cannon, that she dated um, Ray J, mm-hmm. had sex with him, blew up, that whole thing, and then they broke up after the whole fiasco. Okay. And then, like, a year later is when Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's when it's the start when Chris said, ding, 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 life, well, I'm going to make some oh, money on okay, my okay. Yeah, 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 that's what I... And she spun that into a, you know, okay, that's a reality show. But she was, you know, she used to play little sidekick to, to Paris to Hilton, Paris Hilton. Her show. And then she also used to be a, um, Kim was a stylist to okay. the stars as well. Okay. People don't, you know, that's one thing I, I, I never say, yeah, she got fully famous off of the sex tape. The sex tape catapulted her, but she was around stars prior to that. She had, you know, her best friend was Paris Hilton. She used to, you know, she grew up with Nicole Richie, like all these dicks, like she was, she comes from money. uh, Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, she, yeah, that sex tape took her up a little, uh, to another echelon, but Still, you know, she was, she didn't start from nothing completely. Yeah, no, I knew that part. I just mean, like, the the show itself. Like, I was always under the assumption that sex tape happened. Oh, Kim Kardashian, blah, 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 because she was, you know, who she was, like you said. And then they were like, all right, let's go ahead and give her and her family a show. And then that's what started where we're at now with everything with the Kardashian Jenner clan or whatever. Yeah, you want it was so that. funny because I remember like in the beginning seasons that uh like Brody, all of uh Caitlyn Jenner's kids. Didn't Brody have a show too? Or was he, he was on the O C. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. He was on the O C. Either that or the Hills. No, the Hills. That's the, that's what it is. O C was uh totally different. One of the white ass shows. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't college hill though right <laughs> she was like they call me no jaws anyway um <laughs> anyway oh uh, but yeah like it, it, i remember in the beginning seasons they didn't even want the jenner kids to be a part of it as far as like the uh brothers and what the i think they got like another girl in there somewhere mm-hmm. he got so many kids she has 
so many kids. Caitlin? Yes. Oh. Um, and then, like, I, I remember, like, Chris getting her, trying to get her these photo shoots and with Playboy and whatever, and then Kim having to fit. Like, I never want to pose naked. Hmm. Pause that. Fast forward to 2015. We have seen all. <laughs> Break the internet. <laughs> Break the internet. Okay. That was so stupid to it me. It was. Like... I don't know that whole headline. It just didn't make sense. She didn't sense. break the internet. Like, she did it. We see how many times have we seen her like, butt? We watched a dick go in your mouth. Like, like literally. You, you. <laughs> there's nothing else you can show us. I'm sorry. Absolutely, like nothing's gonna like, shock us. You were in a whole sex day. We saw you having sex. Like you posing nude isn't anything shocking. Special, yeah. Yeah. It would be different if you didn't have a sex day, but we already saw all that. You know, you're you're talking about. A uh, 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 a nude model photo shoot compared to a triple X video that you had, right? So it's like, come on now. That's like if any one of these porn stars was like, oh yeah, I'm posing nude now for for Vogue or something like that. Like, not nah, nah, but we already didn't see all that. I I know what all your hosts look like, right? All of them, (laughs) all of them, girl, all Mm -hmm. of them. Like, who are you shocking right now? No, not me. No. But what were we talking about? How we get to Kim Kardashian and, and all that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. We random. Things just happen. Things happen. You know, we were talking about Kanye earlier. Oh, that's how we... That's... Okay. I found the path. You said that he ain't been right since his mom. Yeah, his mom passed. Uh-huh. And then he's with Kim. Mm-hmm. And that he's, you know, he's not necessarily with the most humble person and she because she's vain. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, we started yeah. talking about that and went down that Kardashian rabbit hole. Boom. Look at that. We followed the path of that. But, uh, and, and, yeah, do we have anything else to say about that? Absolutely not. I don't care, Dad. All right. Me neither. But since we were talking about keeping up with Kardashians and that comes on TV, we're going to talk about fall TV shows. You see that transition there? You see what I did there? Bam. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. There's black faces all over Everywhere. network television. Where? It's a beautiful sight to see. However, I do feel like it comes with a little bit of, like, I don't know. I got mixed thoughts just because really fall TV kicked off with the Emmys, right? Mm-hmm. And then during the Emmys, Viola Davis winning her award, which I, I can't remember which award it is, so don't don't quote me on it right now. But just her being the first uh, was it best pe- female lead. Best female lead in the yeah, TV show. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, I definitely felt some type of way because she was the first black female in 2015, which is crazy with itself, you know, that's, that's wild. But what I mean by just, uh, my mixed feelings about all these, uh, black faces on TV shows, cause we can go down the list to seeing Megan Good on Minority Report, um, Taraji P. Henson on Empire, Empire 16 Viola. million yeah. viewers on opening night. That's yeah. crazy. We got Viola Davis on how to get away with murder. Carrie Washington scandal. Uh, the list goes on. With Morris Chestnut on Rosewood. I was actually Was it? Yeah. I didn't get a chance to check it out. I'm gonna have to check that out. But, um, yeah, you know, it's great, but I just don't... Oh, yeah, I'm Blackish. Can't forget that show. Which I, I want to talk about that later, because I just watched the episode, and it was a good episode. It was it was hilarious. The but, first thing about it, the first episode of season two was like, hey, y'all, we're back. Right. This is what we have for you. Exactly. Um, but yeah, just about all these Black actors and actresses on these TV shows and lead roles is I don't want it to feel like they're using black people as kind of pawns like oh look we know that right now is a perfect time to use black people so we're going to use them exactly you know like it's it's what's hot right now it's what's popping so let's you know milk it while we can 
and then we're going to move on to something else. You know what I mean? I mean, I see that, mm-hmm. but then like a, a part of me wants to be like positive Patty. Yeah. You know how there maybe maybe it's a sign that black producers or uh producers of color and directors of color are moving into the to those spots to get these shows created. Absolutely. You know, in order to, you know, fresh off the boat. Mm-hmm. You know, he... Can't think of his name, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to chuddle up. <laughs> fresh off the boat, you know, you got the Asian Americans mm-hmm. on there and then you have ABC is starting to look like UPN just with better, you know, quality. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got more money. We we moving on up. Right. We with the times. Right. And so what? We got Fox with Empire. Uh, it's like Rosewood comes on Fox or is that ABC? I think they're Fox. Fox, yeah, Rosewood. And I feel like there's another show on Fox that comes on that's you know, uh, that has a cast of color. And so it's like it's not that oh you know being black is hot is we've had enough and you know we got people coming out of school uh making this money and they're like okay i have an idea here's this idea ew here's the <laughs> i have an idea here's the script let's make it happen and it's getting these shows are getting greenlit well here's the thing about that black producers screenwriters directors are nothing new like they've been around forever and they've been creating quality forever what needs to change is just like we talk about the, the police system anything like that it's the figureheads at the top that are green lighting things yeah. you know what I'm saying and that's where I, I, I kind of have that back and forth with myself because I'm like alright they're allowing these producers to finally get a chance yeah but for how long is that going to last? You know, is it going to be something forever? Are you going to, you know, did somebody change their mind? Was there somebody at the top that was like, you know what? You know, I'm going to call it what it is. It's not, I'm not racist it's anymore. It's like, is it going to hit 2016? Like, all right, niggas, you know, you've got yeah, your shine. Yeah, done. You know, Bye-bye. Mexicans popping now. It's cool with me because I got, you know, a little Mexican side to me. So, hey, it's still all good with me. But I'm just saying, like, are we going to just, I don't know. I just don't want to be used as a pawn and then... That's just how I feel because that's the same thing with the sports world and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's like now we're hot and then... For how long? You know for what how I mean? long is it a season? I don't want to be a trending topic. Yeah. So, But I'm going to enjoy it while it's hot. You know, I'm definitely going to support all these shows because it's a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. No, most definitely. I mean, we so far so good with Scandal. Scandal's been on, what, five years? Yeah. Yeah. I, I ain't watched it, but uh, people saying that it's getting bored. It's getting repetitive. <laughs> As a, I'm not even call myself a retired gladiator. As a gladiator with one foot in, one foot out, I, I will say that um, this past season was extremely boring. I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't even watched the last three episodes because I was literally that bored with it. the The storyline is tired. I don't see it for um, Olivia and Fitz. But yet, they're a recurring topic. Like, let's focus more on Huck and his family. Boys, we know he's crazy. But can we get him back to his family? He has a son. He was playing video games with a son. We know he met son. Let's let's let's, let's expand on that that storyline. Um, freaking Abby. Even though I hate her, and I've been waiting for her to die for the longest. Like, you could have killed Abby and kept Columbus. Like, I. Shana could have worked with him, honestly. I loved him. I loved him. I he said, are we gladiators or are we bitches? But he's still been crazy. In the I don't care. I don't care. If they can, if they kept Charlie Sheen on two and a half men for as long as they did while he was bat shit crazy, they could have kept Columbus short. 
But I guess so I was like, I'm not playing none of them games. You're not gonna mess with my money and get me canceled off this y'all show. It I understand, but I needed him. I needed him. But anyway, back to uh the storyline getting repetitive. Like last season they went off the deep end, Livia got kidnapped. Uh we think they took her to Montego Bay. Or what's the, what's the uh, Alcatraz, whatever it's called. She actually in a freaking uh, a, a pod box, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, thinking she's you know a prisoner in in the Middle East. It was it was a lot, and it was too far far out there, far left field. Oh no. Um, I will say this first episode of the season, it was it was pretty good. Um. You know, as far as the... It may have been too soon. Okay. So, the first episode involved the, the queen. Don't ask me what the country they made up was. Wait, I don't want to spoil it, so because I didn't watch it yet. Oh, okay. Never mind. First episode was good. It was the... <laughs> that, she was about to go in. Right, I was. Never mind. I was. It was the right amount of drama to keep you in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the... The cliffhanger... It was it was enough to make me come back on Thursday night and go, okay, what's about to happen? They just need to do something drastic. They do. I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, what they're doing on Thursday is pretty drastic. You have to catch up. All right. Well, I'm going to have to go check that out on Hulu or something like that. Yeah. But like I said, I want to talk about Blackish. We don't, well, this one a little different. You could kind of spoil stuff like this because it's a sitcom. It's not like something you following. Yeah, I need y'all to get your subscription on Hulu.com. You know, right now, I don't know if they're doing, they're doing commercial free. It's awesome. Something like that. But yeah, um, yeah Blackish came back with, with, a, <laughs> with a banger. You know, uh, I saw the little preview for it and it was talking about some word. And I was like, okay, what, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> and then uh, when I watched the episode and I was like, oh, they talking about the N word. Nigga, that one. That's the word that they was talking about. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was great. I think they, they definitely opened it up for a great conversation. And uh, uh, they just always portray things so well in that show. Like, shout out to the writers and everything. Because they, like, trying to remove myself from just watching the comedy of the show. Like, they really portray being black in white America very well. Break it down further, though. Like, the fact that they... they got the perspective of each generation of mm-hmm. what the N-word was. So you have uh, the twin. Okay, mm-hmm. don't ask me what his name What's his name? His name. It, it'll come to me later. It'll come to me later. It's so sad because I know Diane because Diane is my friend. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Jack. Okay, so you have Jack. And then it goes from Jack to, you know, uh, from Jack to Dre. Uh-huh. And then you have uh, Grandpa played by Lawrence uh, Fishburne, mm-hmm. and then you also have um, Zoe. Zoe, and so you have all these generations of like the of what that word means yeah. to them. And so I was like, you know, just sat here and thought, about it, I was like, oh wow, because when we when we talk about the N word, it's like it's either always coming from the older generation or it's coming from the younger generation of what that word means, and so. This time it was uh, we were able to see it because I'm like okay he doesn't even know what it means right you know to Dre going we we claim the word to the grandpa going no we fought to get the root word removed we don't like it yeah you know it was interesting to see that definitely definitely and um you know it's kind of like what we were saying earlier or what I was saying earlier about how you have kids that are growing up in a generation that just don't know you mm-hmm. know what I mean like Jack. I don't. I, I guess they portray him to be somewhere like in elementary seven, school. Yeah, yeah. and it's like you know 
He performing and he performed uh, Kanye's Gold Digger because his dad listens to it driving to school every day. You know what I'm saying? He didn't think there was anything wrong with the word. He just saying the lyrics or whatnot. So, you know, it, it was definitely interesting, but I, I loved the interaction uh, when they were at work discussing it with uh, or when uh, Dre was at work discussing <laughs> Right. Because that's that's literally how it is sometimes. You know, you got white co-workers or whatnot and they don't know how to act to it because they know if they do say the wrong thing then you know we liable to pop off on them so it was just very uh, uh very well put together mm-hmm. and just a great episode and uh oh boy uh uh Dion Cole the, the actor uh, comedian he really has he really has from drug abuse and everything the calming view all the way to where he is now uh he was hilarious man he <laughs> like the way he put out that gun like, every time like the white people thought that they had you know something to say about it but at the same time that was something else that that i caught and was really actually making me think because they made some good points they were like wait so you're telling us we can't say negro yet you have the united negro college fund mm-hmm. the other one that he said um can't think of it united uh NAACP. naacp they say we say colored is the wrong word to use but yet we're still calling it the national advancement uh, Afri- no, Why National am I losing it? National Association. Damn. National the National Association. Association. <laughs> I felt like I was on questions right now. That world star <laughs> Wow. I'm kind of disappointed in myself. So I'm um, but here's the thing about that, though. Like, I understand saying, like, oh, if we don't say Negro, we don't say color people, yeah. we're about to change the name. But think about it. Like, these, you know, this, these associations organizations have been around forever. Yeah. So it's like we know we we say NAACP like that's the name of it. True. And so it's like to change it now it's like no it's already it's been branded yeah. in a sense. Absolutely. It's you know we this is what it's called this is what we know it as and so it's kind of like if it ain't broke don't fix it like leave it as it is we know we don't go by Negro anymore we know we don't go by colored people but at the times that these organizations were created absolutely. those were the terms absolutely and I, I don't I don't advocate for them changing it at all, at like, all. That's, no. that's what it is but like I said I just think it, it is it's an interesting uh, kind of retort comeback for you know, when we as African-Americans decide, you know, oh, no, don't call us color, Negro, black, like, but you made a great, very great point. It's it's the times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't you can't sit there and be like, oh, well, it says Negro right there in the name. I donate so that your child can have a scholarship. I can call him a little Negro kid. No, because no, that's not the time that we're in. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can't call us slaves or, you know, anything else because that's not what we are. Exactly. So. I don't know. I just, just definitely love that episode, and that's a great show. That is a that's great, like great show. That's like them changing the name of Cracker Barrel. I'm just saying. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. I'm like, that's stupid. Anything. <laughs> stupid. Anyway, um, any other shows you, you was feeling? Um, Minority Report. I, okay. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, you know, the series premiere with Megan Fox. Don't ask me what the other dude's Megan name Fox is. Megan Fox, you make Oh, Megan! Oh, no. We talk yes. about black, black people, people and you know about Megan Fox. Fox. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Megan Good. I don't want to be trying to sell babe. 
She was. Especially at the end, she was running a little red. I was like, girl. Yeah, girl. Yeah, stop. I hit her on Twitter. She didn't hear me. She didn't Oh, okay. I was trying to slide in the DMs. She didn't slide back. She sent the back to you. She returned to Sydney. I got the little red at No, but on the series, no, Megan Good. She did a great job. Um, it's about time for her because, you know, she's she's been trying these shows out and they've just been getting dropped left and right. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this sticks for her. Um, for those who haven't watched it yet, Minority Report, it's kind of set um, in the future. Mm-hmm. Not too far uh, ahead. Maybe like, what? I think it's like 2050 or something. 20, yeah, you know, 40 years out uh, or so. And uh, the government... Uh, I guess experimented on these kids um, who were born to drug addict parents, and long story short, they're able to sense uh, murders and or see more crimes. Uh, yeah, within a hundred mile radius, um, and so they locked them up, kept them in a cage, basically um, having them, you know, see these crimes and reporting. They were able to stop the crime before it happened. Um, the thing fell short or they closed down that little program. They sent the, uh, the kids off to uh, Island to be, you know, separated from the from the real world. Fast forward, one of the, the kids is out and about. He's still saving, you know, trying to save these people and stop these crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan Good plays a, uh, a police officer, yeah. yeah. And she stops. She runs into um, one of the, you know, one of the lead characters there, and they end up working together. Yeah. Anyway, look it up. It's awesome. My favorite things about the show is that they gave you subtle comedy. Mm. The character, he he reminds me of um, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Like, he has this dry sense of humor. So, no spoilers. Well, actually, spoilers. Get your game up. If you have to pause this, pause it, go watch it, then come back. Yeah. Um, so he was like, you have to move. You have to move. Yeah. You have to move. And then, like, Bert, Bert, you know, shits, on Bert shits on her. And she looked at him like, really? She like, really goes. I told you to. <laughs> you know, he's like, whisper. He's like, you want me to? He's like, you told me you want me to whisper. Right. Like, it was, it was funny. Like, it was, it, it kept the crime uh, drama in there, but it gave you that comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when they were at her house and the mom, was like, oh, we called it, uh, oh my gosh, what did she re- reference? <laughs> um, it was something that was going on, like, right now. I think she did reference the song. Oh, oh she oh, said yeah. uh, uh, she on Tinder. Yeah, she met, she met Megan Good's father on Tinder, and so I... Was I like, oh, y'all funny. <laughs> I see what y'all did. <laughs> you know, I, I caught a quick giggle because, you know, it's like... It, I was just listening. Usually, you just listen to you know a, a script and you're hearing the words, but it doesn't like hit you like, oh wow, they really wrote this into the you know. But I had one major kind of like I, I had to shake my head moment. Uh, Igloo Azalea's music made it into whatever year they were. In. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I didn't know how that fit in at all. Like y'all could have used some unknown artist or something like that. Anybody. Or you could have used anybody else to keep literally it anybody. But y'all, y'all, because she is not relevant. We have worked hard to get this woman out <laughs> right, of our we're, lives. We're trying to get rid of her, but now you're telling us that she makes it to the future. Right, and you have that the nerve, the audacity 
to feature her music in 2050. Nobody asked for that. Yeah. Literally no one. That's what bothered me. But my take on the show, uh, definitely, I never saw the movie. Uh, you know, if, if you don't know, there is a movie, Minority Report, that was really big. Um, so I was kind of going into it as a brand new show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I really enjoyed it. Uh, my biggest takeaway was just the fact that seeing the evolution of Megan Good, because she is a very gorgeous woman. You know, she has curves. She has a very nice body, very pretty face and things like that. But, um... It was just really nice seeing her not be kind of sexualized and yeah, not be just like a right. You know what I mean? She really, you know, she showed action. She showed slight comedy. She showed drama. You know what I mean? Like she really played this role well, she in my opinion. Own. Absolutely. So that's one of the reasons why I'm a support because I like I said, man, good. She looked good, but I don't want to just keep her as you know. Oh, let's just put her in it because she looked good. She's always like in the past. You know, she's always the best friend. Yeah. Uh, the girlfriend. The girl that somebody's trying to get. Yeah, you know, the girl that, that somebody's trying thing. to get. Yeah, just that. And so it was nice to see her play someone outside of that to really hold her own, own as an actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think what. And, um, my God. She's been acting forever, too. She has, right. since Friday. Matter of fact, even, you know, even, actually, no, Friday was what, one of the first roles that she was in, and then she went on to Cousin Skeeter. Yeah, love that show. He Spy, it was a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that that's where my crush for her developed. Cousin Skeeter and then he's like, I was like, who's this girl? Because you know, I, I was I was a teenager or not even a teenager. I was like in middle this school at the yeah. time, and I'm yeah. like, dang, who who is that? She's looking good, you know. So had that young flat iron press, yeah. <laughs> so was good. What yeah. uh, what's his name? Richard Richard or something like that? Robert. Robert. Robert <laughs> is that his name? Or is I don't it know. I don't know. Arnez is his motherfucking name. Arnez. He will forever be Arnez. You know who I'm talking about, too. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, that that was one of the things that I loved about the show and whatnot. Um, but yeah, fall TV shows is great. Check them out. Let me know what y'all favorites are. Let me know what y'all think because there's some... Oh, I did want to say, uh, aside from just the, the African-American leads and whatnot, um, Blind Spot. Wasn't really feeling it. At all. I was kind of excited because I kept seeing the previews all throughout the summer. I was like, okay, you know, this show going to be pretty good. But um, after catching it, like, it, it, it got boring. It underwhelmed me. Like, like they should have came out the gate with something strong on the, on the pilot episode. Yeah. It was kind of like they were trying to build up too much of the story in the beginning, which I feel is important with what they're trying to do. But it was still just kind of like I wanted to see out the gate like some crazy stuff go down you know what i'm saying so like comparing it to to minority report it was like the the delivery from the actors or the lines didn't hit well with me because the parts that were supposed to be funny uh okay so you you recall when um the the cop the one the main one yeah he was like i'll go get her or don't say because the guy was speaking like Chinese or Korean, I, I forget. Uh, please don't come at me about that. But was speaking a different language that only, you know, that she, unbeknownst to us, right. can speak. And he was like, I'll go get her. And I'm like, okay, was that supposed to be funny? Like, I, I see that it's supposed to be funny, but the way that it's being delivered is not hitting well to me. And then it's like, oh, you know, she has a trigger and she becomes this badass. She goes, oh my yeah. God, I didn't know. I didn't mean, I don't know how I did that. And it's like, that but was kind of cheesy. Even her, her acting as far as like doing the, the like kicking and action type stuff, like the, the martial arts or whatever she was doing, like 
it didn't seem believable to me. Yeah. Like, she should have had a better acting coach, in my opinion. Like, I, I'm sorry, but I've seen other female actors, you know, that aren't traditional. Oh, let me do martial arts. Like, uh, what's the little girl's name? Charlotte. Scarlett Johansson, you know, seen her and she does that stuff well. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like maybe the actress didn't. And that's the other thing about it. Like, I keep saying the actress because I don't know who this woman is. And apparently she was on um, Thor. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I guess I didn't pay attention enough to care. But yeah, she, I don't know. It might be for some some other folks, but I, I wasn't feeling it. I might check it out like later into the season and just kind of catch up like on a Netflix or Hulu type thing. But I'm not going to be following it. Every, like, it's not going to be one of the shows that I'm like, oh. Blind spot comes on today. Yeah. I feel the same way about Reborn of Heroes Reborn. Okay. Um, just because I was such a huge fan of the initial uh, heroes or, yeah, the first heroes mm-hmm. that I can't. <laughs> they ended so abruptly mm-hmm. with the, you know, with the first heroes that I can't. It's going to. No, I've never seen that. What is it about? Save the cheerleader. Save the world. Okay, so... What? (laughs) (laughs) That was the thing. So, um, all these people... I forget how the origins began, but all these people have, like, powers, Mm -hmm. in a sense. Think of X-Men. But the key... The world is ending. Like, there's a big, imminent, you know, threat to the world. Okay. And all these people are linked together. All these uh, these heroes are linked together. And the, the the tagline of that season, of that series, um, was Save the Cheerleader, Save the World. Was, the Cheerleader was played by Nita Pensier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like they found these threats. Then you have, like, um, My Wife and Kids, Franklin. Franklin's in it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, in the first one. I don't have to check it He was in there. He was, like, super, super smart. Um, and I think he had telekinesis. So he himself. <laughs> yeah, but and he had, like, telekinesis. And his mom, um, the girl from... Uh, his mom was played by the girl from Obsession with Beyonce, the crazy white bitch. Oh, okay. Her. Okay. She, I forget what her power was. And then, um, you know, they each have their own, you know, little things. And they, they fight together. And they're battling this imminent threat together mm-hmm. to save the world. Okay. Um, and making sure they protect Hannah Panettiere. Her her uh, her power was uh, self healing, so she could like literally like mutilate herself, and it would just she'll just grow back. Now, is it set like in the future? Or is it no, set in modern day? Modern day. Huh. At the time, and well, that was like oh oh six. Dang, like ten years ago. Yeah, like oh six oh seven. I remember, I was in high school. I was in my sophomore year. I remember, like, me and my friend Mark, we would, you know, watch the previous night, come into class, sit in um, uh, one of our, our teacher's class and start just discussing it. Miss Paul, yeah, we sit in Miss Paul's class and we'll just talk about it. Like, oh, my God. Did you watch your else last night? I bet she hated y'all. y'all oh, no, she loved us. Oh, was she talking about it with y'all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we, we loved, we loved uh, TV. It's the best teachers. Yeah, so, like, I, I remember that. So, it's like... Uh, Coming back to the new series, uh, it's going to take me a while to get to it. I'm going to have to wait until, like, the, maybe after the first season ends for me to go back on my own time and really, like, sit into it, you know, and watch it mm-hmm. to see if it if it captures me the way Heroes got my attention. Okay. We might have to check that out. We got to talk about this last show, and then we got other things to talk about. But we're still on Fall TV and whatnot, but Empire... What did you think of the premiere? Too much. Really? Too much. That's what a lot of people have been saying. I don't feel that way. I don't. It was good, 
But coming off of the first, the first season, it's like they. Lee Daniels, yes, Lee Daniels is mm-hmm. the one that arrested. Lee Daniels was like, okay, I'm gonna give these kids, you know, the most drama, job dropping, you know, stuff I can in this first episode. Whereas he could have spaced it out. I hear that it was supposed to be a two two hour premiere, but mm-hmm. he's he stuffed so much in this one hour. Like I feel like he could have developed Chris Rock's uh, character a little bit more. It's like, I would have liked to see him in more episodes. Like he was introduced. He, you know, he's a badass. He has cookie scared. He got murdered in the story. Right. And I'm like, but I mean, they explained like how he fit in because he, you know, uh, it was D-Ray's character that had killed one of his boys. And then D-Ray ended up being killed. You know, but so. they could have honestly drawn out that, that storyline there as far as okay what was his role like how was he a badass here's how i feel about back in the day i feel like they didn't drag it out because of the fact that um also the character that he was playing was the one that cookie snitched on to get out of jail so if they would have continued telling that backstory they would have to keep going back and back and back until there's no more to tell whereas if they just kind of bring it up i mean they still could have spread been, it out over a yeah, couple it could have been actually they could have spread it out over like just like one and a half because yeah. it could have been like a flashback to the to the event that took that took place that cookie snitched on him about that lit and, and it hurt up in jail yeah you know because we got a little bit of it uh season one so they would have recapped back to season one stretched out just a little bit to say okay remember we showed you a little bit as far as like oh you know the roses this was his signature whatever right. um really quickly so we know because it's like okay when they were talking about chris rock being on the show they made it seem like a big deal like right. oh he's gonna have this character that's gonna be you know a co- at least on a couple of episodes not 20 minutes not even 20 minutes but maybe 15 that's the part that excites me though it's just because of all the news that there has been about about empire is like you know, we heard Oprah's going to be on Empire. We heard all these other people. So it's like, okay, well, if Chris Rock is going to be on it and they killed him off, you know, the first episode, I'm sitting here like, well, what are they going to do to Oprah? How is she going to fit in? Or is she right. just going to be a quick cameo? Like, right. that's my thought is like, I'm glad they came back with some heat, but they have to they have to make sure they follow up with yeah. it. And I feel like they are. That's just my Yeah, I, I feel it too. Like, I don't like where they're where Lee is taking Jamal because Jamal is supposed to be the sweetheart. Yeah, and turn into a dick. Total dick. And I'm like, oh, okay, so now you're turning on your mama. Your daddy literally threw you threw you in the trash can and walked back into the house. Yeah. There's no coming back. Like, personally, me, no, I'm mad at you for life. Yeah. I, I'll be mad at you for four months if you eat my, you know, if you eat my food out the refrigerator when I clearly put my name on it. Like, that's deep. But if you put me in a trash can... I hate you. Like, I don't care who you are. I feel that. Like, that was, that was your father saying, I do not accept you as who you are. Right. He was five, six years old, walking his mama hills. His daddy picked him up and put him in the trash can. Right. Ouch. But your mom. That was a crazy scene. Exactly. Your mom stood by you your entire life. When she was locked up in jail, I don't know how how long it was. It had to be a while. Yeah. Because they were from little babies to grown men. Yeah. So it had to be like it was just a 10 years. In a multi-million yeah. dollar company. Yesterday. Exactly. And, um, you know, it's so, okay, you get a little bit of acceptance from daddy, even though he's using you. Yeah. And you don't know your mama no more. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't like the way you're going with it. But, I mean, that's the beauty of TV. You know, you, you, we, 
we can only imagine where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it'll throw us for a complete loop. But I don't know. Just overall, I liked it. I, I was seeing a lot of people saying the same thing that you just said as far as them doing too much too soon. But it's like, like I said, it just really excites me to see what else they're going to come with. And um, it was the right way to come back because they ended yeah. the season and everybody's like, oh, my God. Like, Empire's, What are they going to do? You know what I mean? Like, Lucia's going to jail. How are they going to carry the show on? You know, so I liked what they did. And, uh, I wish they followed up a little more though, because like the last episode of last season was like, um, old girl's pregnant, Dre's wife is pregnant. Oh, yeah, yeah. They didn't say nothing about that. Yeah. She, you know, she's not feeling any guilt about about killing um, old boy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a lot of that's like, right. Hold on, like they killed a whole other character and they did not What's address his name? it. Old, old dude to be from um, New York Undercover. Yeah, yeah. Huh. What is his name? I don't know. I'm going to figure it out because it's going to bother me if not. So y'all give me a second. But yeah, I, I feel you too. They didn't mention that whatsoever. I don't even remember. I don't know. They didn't say anything about it. So they just carried on about Lucius being in jail. Malik Yoba. Yeah, yeah Malik Yoba. Yoba. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, that's the reason that we're talking about it is because there, there's something to be there. So I feel like they have to get into all this stuff later on. Mm-hmm. I would like to see uh, how Derek Luke comes back into the picture. You I don't think he is. You don't think so? No. Because huh. they sent him off. Where did he go? I forgot about that. I think Lucius had him killed, okay. Probably. Lucius is the devil. He is. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, shout out he to all my He can tell you the devil. Because how he go from, you know, a, a slick perm <laughs> to being natural within two episodes. Uh-uh. But, yo, the way he uh, he bossed up on Chris Rock, though, in the jail, that, that was, was hilarious. Funny. That was hilarious. And, and I'm loving the memes that came out of that one picture. <laughs> I saw one uh, today, the Happy Dying, it was talking about uh, basically the look that... Uh, the look life gives you once you wake up and realize you got responsibilities <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, damn, that's how I wake up no, every day. No, he really is, though. He's like, I'm like, bro. Like, good morning, motherfucker. Right. I'll be like, oh, snap. <laughs> okay, slept good. Then I'll be like, shit, I got to do this. Feels. That. Like, man. But that's a great show. We'll see what happens this week on Empire and whatnot. Uh, but what else are we going to talk about? We talked about our TV shows and all that. I want to talk about is Michael B. Jordan. Just because all y'all women love him so much. Oh my God, that's Michael Bay Jordan. Man, if y'all don't. He used to be Michael Bay Jordan. Little, uh, uh, Jamal. Little Jamal, and then, damn, I'm drawing a blank on his name from um, The Wire. But if y'all don't, man, leave that man alone. He, he likes what he likes. No. No? Why no. Not? Okay, here's my thing about G- it. Give me the background first background on the situation at hand yeah okay so michael b jordan was um interviewed i want to say by essence uh magazine and uh they were asking him about the backlash he received from primarily black women uh about his uh supposed relationship with kendall jenner okay um his his response was somewhere along the lines of i don't see the big deal they they only see you know color i don't see color they referring to black they yeah they referring to black women okay uh i don't see what the big fucking deal is it's whatever paraphrasing there Uh um then he goes on to uh talk about um how his man you know he had a discussion with his manager how he says he wants to uh play roles that were meant 
for white men. He wants to specifically go after, after those roles, i.e. Uh, Flame. Fantastic Four. Fanta- Fantastic Four. Got you. Um, and then shortly after that, after he received so much backlash, um, he recanted his statement by apologizing, saying, oh, I love black women. Y'all are my biggest supporters. I didn't mean anything by that. I didn't mean to call y'all females. Females is not what we're concerned about here, sir. Some women are. Some women, but the bigger issue at hand is, and I said this before on my Tumblr, I said, Michael B. Jordan doesn't like chocolate. <laughs> now, I never, you know, they were like, oh, somebody jumped in my, uh, you know, on the post, like, oh, where's your proof? I'm like, it's not, it, it's not a matter of proof. I have receipts. You could just Google it. He's never been pictured with a, with a black woman. Mm-hmm. You can catch him with plenty of black men, you know, hanging out, kicking it. But as far as kicking it with black women, no, it's not that. You don't see him. Period. And so he even just, you know, after, after a while, black women know y'all, we don't know, we know. There's, there's just, you can look at a man and go, he doesn't like black women. Like, you can just see it, like, on him. Okay. And so, with him saying that statement, it kind of, like, for the for the women that call him Michael Bay Jordan, mm-hmm. have supported him, it's like, oh. It's something, it's something, it does something for when you have, like, a, a crush on a man. Yeah. And he loves you, too. Okay. He loves your, you know, your, your skin, too. Lance Ross. Mm-hmm. He's a perfect example. Uh, more, more, more chestnut. You're saying all these men like yes. white women? No, they like black women. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so uh, then for him to be a sex symbol, and 90% of his supporters are black women, mm-hmm. and then, you know, we're lusting after him, and he walks out, you know, with Becky. With Becky. Becky ain't never seen The Wire. Becky don't know who he is. He's just some tall, rich black man. Becky might have seen the white people. Becky, yeah, they do. They love the the violent shit. Um, um, (laughs) but um, yeah, it just it kind of it rubbed people the wrong way because it's like you have no love for the women that support you. Okay. For the women that had a hand in in getting you here, and then it it was what really like rubbed me the wrong way was a well they yeah have an issue with it I don't see color but they they like are we not the same color are we not in the same group the only thing that's different between me and you is what we have in between our legs so so I'm gonna straddle the fence a little bit because I I can't necessarily say I feel any type of way about it because I'm not a black woman that's first and foremost Mm -hmm. like I can hear the 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 and understand where black women are coming from and where you're coming from but first of all I have to pose a question because you pointed out to me before, you know, we were just Googling pretty much famous black men and their spouses. And yeah, a, a good majority of them. They have to be like 98%. So my question, just, just, to, just for conversation, is what is it about wanting a white woman when you're famous? Like, is that just the, the feeling of prize. like, I made it? Yeah, it's the ultimate prize. You, you know... And I, I don't understand it because black men literally used to get killed. Right. Emmett Till was killed. For supposedly whistling. whistling at a white woman. Hit. If you read the books by, you know, Ida B. Wells, men were killed. But I think that's, over that's white what it women. is. Now that and so, yeah, it. it's, it, it's, it's kind of like embedded in y'all. But I'm saying it's, it's 
taboo, not taboo, that's probably not the right word, but it's like, all right, kind of like, oh, it was a conversation I was listening to, I think it might have been either the Brilliant Idiots or some Breakfast Club interview, and they were talking about, or and you and I talked about it as well, about the Confederate flag and how some rappers in the South, like Ludacris in particular, wore it on stage like that, but it was kind of like a, a, a fuck you to everybody, mm-hmm. like, look what I got, you know what I mean? So maybe it's that same type of feeling of like, yeah, you know, white man, I can take your woman. I feel like it's that, and they feel that um, white women are more... They don't give as much... Submissive. Okay. They're uh, they're more low, you know, low maintenance. maintenance. And see, that's the wild thing to me, like... What the fuck? I'm not, I'm not a car. You don't maintain me. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like, for me... If I was ever famous or a celebrity or something like that, like, I, I love black women. Like, yeah, do do some of them, not all of them. Yes, do some of them have a little attitude? Yeah. But well, that's all cool. women have attitude they, at they some do. point in time. But that's not the that's not the stereotype placed on white women. White li- women are, oh, my God, Michael. Okay, but what, if, what if he's you. with a white woman that's not like that? What if he's with a white woman that, that is on his head every day about shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know that. We're just basing from the outside looking at, oh, she looks like a Becky. She she got to be Becky. She boo-boo kitty, you know? I mean, it's just the idea that white women have something more to offer. Hmm. You know, when people are talking about, well, mainly black men, when they're talking about black women, you never necessarily hear it in, in a positive light. It's, man, this black bitch always getting on my nerves. Man, she always asking me for $200 to get her hair done. She always talking about, you know, yik yak this, whatever, all in my ear. Man, she always got this stank ass attitude, blah, blah, blah. But little do they tell you is that she has a stank ass attitude because for the third time in a row, you let your dookie ass straight, you know, staying draws. So you're going to act like Yin Yang Twins nagging was not a, a great wah, song? Wah, 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 you're going to act like that just that wasn't a, a, a gym? No, shut up, no, shut up. Like that wasn't just a hit. That was a hit. Exactly. That was a cut. But still, you know, back on a serious note, though, it that's what's being, you know, portrayed about us. Mm-hmm. And so they look at us like, oh, she has all these issues. Oh, she's, you know, constantly nagging me. They look over to the other side of the grass, and that shit's greener mm-hmm. with Mary Kay. Okay. And so they go over there. Hell, they even do the same thing with Asian women. Yeah. I don't know. Like, for me, that's that's silly. Like, like I said, I love black women. So it's like, if I was ever to reach that status or anything like that, like, why would you, you know, I, I sentiment with women, black women that have that same feeling of like, oh, well, you know, how do you look at your mom or your sister and things like that? Because that's, that's true shit. Like, if I call myself a black man, I love my mother. Why am I going to go out here and date a white woman or marry a white woman or whatever like that when it's like, I know that this black mother raised me like no other woman could. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't want, you know, anything like that for my future children to, you know, I don't know. I can't I can't speak at somebody else's parenting, but still, yeah, yeah, I, I would want somebody. I don't know. And, you know, they say black women are the most unprotected women in the world. So it it's. Not that I care, like, date whoever you want, but it always stings a little bit when you do, uh, speaking about, you know, Michael B. Jordan, it's like a, he doesn't see us and see beauty type of deal. I don't know. And it's like, I feel like black women are the only women in the world who have to look at a black man and go, does he even like black women? 
No one else has that issue. Mexican girls don't look at a Mexican man and go, does he even like Mexicans? Asian, you know, Asian girls don't go to another, you know, or say Filipinos, for instance, they only get another Filipino girl. Does he even like Filipinos? Maybe. I mean, we don't I mean, know some, that. some, because I know some Filipinos like black girls. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they, at some point in time, did date another Filipino woman. They never speak down on, I've never heard a Filipino talk about, you know, bad about a Filipino woman. Yeah. I have not heard that. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's crazy, but as far as what he had to say, like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't half-ass apologize. Like there, yeah, there's, there was no- there's a difference between, you know, explaining, you know, your opinion after learning new information, mm-hmm. but don't apologize in a, a fake in a, ass apologize you know, halfway. You meant it. Like if you, you said, said what you said, you said it. You know yeah, what I mean? You don't, you don't have to go like stand behind it, but you don't have to go on like this crusade of like, yeah, this is what I said. Just let the shit be, you know, you can't go back and change it. So that's what you said. If that's how you still feel. Carry on about your business. Right. Don't try to come back and be like, oh, well, wait, no, I still need y'all. Uh, nope. Let me try to correct myself. And then you end up, you know, low-key digging yourself into a further hole. Someone compared his apologies. Someone said that uh, he must have hit a Wesley Snipes uh, PR team because Wesley Snipes had a similar uh, situation um, as far as... He dates white women, right? Yeah. Well, he's black as hell, so I understand. Sorry, that might be rude, but the nigga's like midnight, so he probably gonna want somebody white because when he has children, you know, they... they but why? Come. I don't know. I but don't why? Know. I don't know. Ask him. Black children are beautiful. Little they tussie are. rolls, yes. Oh, I love my chocolate apple. Or, uh, see, I, I can't even say that some women don't like to be referred to as chocolate toned, but I love my dark skin, my brown skin. I, I love them all. I love black women. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I was even talking about with Bessie Snipes. He, and, oh, sorry. I was saying he, someone there that saw a comment comparing yeah, his situation to Yeah, I was about to go on and to this show that he's supposed to be coming out with um, set in Vegas. I'm not even going to talk about it until I see it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, all right, so what about Chris Brown and uh, being banned from Australia? I don't understand it. Why not? Because it's like, one, it'll be different if they were banning him for his... Uh, music content? Yeah, his music content. No, they're banning him over something that took place six and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Something that he has paid for. Mm-hmm. You know, he has been punished. He has not really done his due diligence because he can never, you know, take that back. But he has he has spent the last you know six and a half seven years feeling guilty over it. Yeah. Um. The, he did his community service. He has done his tour. You know his rounds of public apologies. Uh. That one time he wore that powder blue uh vest and that bow tie on TV like he was okay. Um. He broke down on the stage at BET Awards. Rihanna has forgiven him. So why? Right. Like, they dated again after. Right. They messed around again. So what is the point of you banning this man over something that took place so long ago? And, you know, I can understand if maybe it's a uh, a countrywide, countrywide, you know, ban. Like, okay, we have zero tolerance for domestic violence. Um, And anyone that, you know, plans on coming here... If you have a known case of domestic violence, then you are, you know, you're not welcome. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to, I don't understand. Like, are you pinpointing everyone or are you just being 
spiteful toward Chris Brown in particular. Yeah. Like, okay, if if Jay Z can Jay Z go to Australia? Because I'm there's videos everywhere of him mushing a girl off stage once upon a time ago. Okay. Has Dr. Dre gone there? Because you know, it's plenty of information out there about him being his uh, ex-wives and girlfriends and baby mamas. Right. So, is it are you are you putting this ban toward just Chris Brown or everyone that that has a known case of domestic violence? I don't know. I I, I feel the same way. Basically, it's just like this stuff happened in two thousand and nine. You know what I'm saying? Like the the him hitting on uh, Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? That's almost ten years ago. I keep having to say that because I mean anything two thousand is shit it's a long time ago now Mm -hmm. time flies but it's just crazy like it would be different if it was like all right you've been in a lot of trouble over the past five six years we don't want to let you into our country because you bring trouble i would understand that a little bit more but to directly cite just the the issue with rihanna like i get it it takes a stand of like look we have no tolerance towards domestic violence but like you just said is that how they feel about everybody? What are their laws in Australia against, you know, regular everyday citizens that... Uh, is this payback know, for Iggy Azalea? Probably. Damn it, you're right. It has to be. It I has. feel like it is. I don't know. I just got mad. It, it, it must be. We didn't ask for her. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, y'all have her back. You know what I'm saying? Sign to uh, and delivered. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I just feel like, you know, why why do Chris Brown like that? But speaking of him, sorry, going on a different direction. I can't think of any of his music. Like as of late, no. Yeah. Like I know he's put out stuff, but I, I don't think of him musically anymore. So it's like he's literally just in the news all the time over some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh... I don't even look at him as an artist. Being sued for this. Or, oh, he had a baby outside of career. Yeah, you know? And honestly, I think that's a sad thing because he's a very talented, you know, Incredible person. Talented. I would say just artist, but, you know, dancing, everything like that is art. All of that, like, is very talented. It's kind of a shame. And I don't even think... No, it's definitely not his fault. But the fact that all of his talent is being overshadowed by the things that he's he does you know as a regular person you know what i mean things happen like yeah can you try to stay away from certain people but at the end of the day like those are your people you know what i'm saying so and i used to be like the biggest fan like if you say go look at my 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 macbook mm -hmm. loads of just chris brown Mm -hmm. you know cds Um, you know, like all of his classics, his first CD exclusive, um, just all, all, all of his music. I was a huge fan of him and he, I even liked his music after the whole Rihanna incident. Yeah. Um, not to downplay the incident because it was, is very uh, tragic and hard to deal with. I felt like my parents divorced again. Mm-hmm. It hurt. Um, but it was, I, I I can't pinpoint when exactly. I know it was that damn tiger. Shit started going south. I'm not even being funny right now. Shit started going south after the fan, fan mixtape. That was a good mixtape. But when he started That's hanging true. out with Tiger, things, that young man started going south. So you think Tiger has a curse? Yes. His curse. I don't know. I don't know, but something like some. I don't know what it was, but I, I need him back. R and B. He was the only like it was him and Trey songs. 
we could count on him for a good R&B song. At the, at the functions, you know, back in my undergrad days, we could count on Chris Brown and Trey songs to give us a nice slow ground, slow grind beat. And you know, I was trying to find a cutie with a booty to come up behind and, and get that little twerk, that little sw- slow twerk. That's the best yes, one. Anyway, but still, you know, like we came out last year. Anyway, like we could, we could count on you know those two to do it. And now he's turned to this thug and beat. Yeah, like he's not even singing no more. Like he's sing hollering at me. Like, well, he making music based on what he's around. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so but, but was, was, was he a, just a, not too long ago I forgot where he said it. Probably on one of his Instagram rants. He's talking about some he gonna bring RB back. Bitch, where? Like, no, you're not the one. I don't count on you. I used to count on you for R&B, but you're talking about bitches ain't loyal uh, and all this other stuff. Bitches and marijuana. Bitches and marijuana. Oh, she's the whole thing, Louis. Y'all don't even know the boy's song. Oh, yeah, that's right. You <laughs> <laughs> <Let me> catch that. <laughs> um, you know, he's talking about all of this, whereas before he was, you know, he's trying to be, you know, he wanted to be, you know, the one you, you know, fall asleep with, you know, all this other stuff. He, he's trying to be your man. He said, your man ain't me. He used, to, he used to talk about love. Yeah. You know, with you, with you, you know, a little uh, spearmint, uh, double, 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 yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, W fun, whatever that little bubblegum, you know, song was. Yeah. And then to this. So it was like, okay, when did your mindset change? And it's like, okay. After dealing with so many women, dog, I'm saying like, so, okay, that's his fault, though. Okay, but that's his reality, so he's only going to make music based on his reality. You know I what I'm saying? Maybe, we um, need a new artist to come through and bring R&B back. You know what I mean? Maybe royalty. Maybe royalty will be the one to get him get him back to where he needs to where be. Where he needs to be. Okay. Okay. But... I don't know. Like, that's just how I feel about music and rappers and, and singers. And see, I, I mentioned rappers because he does kind of come off as like a rapper. He's like, not even a singer but, anymore. But there aren't any really anymore. Like, if you think about it, damn near every R&B artist of today, like, I'm not talking about, you know, Tyrese put out a, a good album. Apparently, I still haven't listened to it. But talking about artists, like, of today that kids and, and us today are listening to. I or, guess you can count August Alcina, but his little, I can't get with his little thug shit. I don't feel like I'm in love with thug shit. Yeah, he, he ain't really, well, yeah, he sings, but it's, yeah, I guess so. But that's not R&B. That's not love. That's yeah, not no, love, I'm but, talking about like a good sings. music soul child type of album. Like, yeah. Give me some Tyrese. Even I'll take TGT. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I'll take all three of them. Yeah. If I gotta take, <laughs> take, I gotta, I gotta take the other T and the G with it, I guess. I mean, I mean, right. I guess. <laughs> Acting like Genuine didn't have a crazy run in the 90s. No. Oh, oh, he had a fabulous run in the 90s, but I'm just not saying it for him. What? With TGT. They had that they had a cool album. It was a cool album, but I just wasn't... That's like... it. That album for me was like putting Jennifer Hudson and Christina Aguilera together. It's a hollering-ass album. I just felt like they were all trying to like, oh, I got vocals. You know, shiny, shiny. yeah, listen to me. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna hit this, <laughs> you know, all up and through the song. So it's like, okay, you get a cute two lines, and then the rest of them they hollering at you because they trying to show that, hey, 
I was big in the 90s in the early 2000s. I still got it. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, it's not an album. It wasn't an album that I'm like, okay, I want to play this over and over and over again. There weren't any classics for me. It's just too much now of like, I don't know, because in that same aspect, kind of same topic type of thing, like even rappers aren't rappers anymore. Like I can't think of a rapper as a rapper because they're all making music that is fusing singing with rapping. You know what I mean? Drake, definitely big. Ja Rule was doing it back in the day. K-Camp, you know, he he makes hits. But singing and rapping, you know... It's like now a requirement. Like, right. you need to come get a vocal coach so you can hit these cute runs. Basically, like... <laughs> like, thinking of... Trying to think off the top of my head, like, big rappers right now that actually only rap, Meek Mill, but he hollers. Kendrick, yeah, he... Yeah, I'm sure, but yeah. There, there's a lot that, that do just rap, but it's still, like... But that they don't outnumber the amount that's trying to sing Fetty sing Wap. Rap. Yeah, Fetty Wap. Made music crazy, you know, uh, came out of nowhere, really. And made People thought he was a joke. Yeah. They thought Trap Queen was, was one hit, you know, go in the garbage in a couple months. But they still here. It's. So, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's interesting where music's going. I like it, though. I mean... That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm telling y'all to watch out for Young Thug. I'm telling you. I'll keep my eye on him like very long. I'm saying. He, I can't even call him a rapper because he he make he can make pop music. He, he just... <laughs> I'm laughing just because I, I, I don't know. His voice in, in some of these songs be killing me like, who are you? But I like him. Like, I, I mean that wholeheartedly. I, I actually like his see, music. See, like... Him, I don't see it for him. People I consider artists are like Big Mensa, okay. Chance, Childish. I think those are great artists as well, but I think in a certain lane. But that's the thing. Them three are all in a lane together. Yeah. Personally, see, that Young lane, Thug is I in feel. his own lane. See, like, Young Thug, the couple of songs, I don't know what song I just heard from him, but it gave me 90s uh, house music. Yeah. He's capable of that because he's in his own lane by himself. He can make some trap, jug, all kind of it's shit. It's just his gibberish. Like, stop the theatrics. Can you just talk, enunciate your words? But that's how Speak a lot English? of the, the, the big rappers from Atlanta are just like Future. Future just be... Stop drinking that lean. That sounds like he just suffered a stroke. <laughs> now, I don't think uh, I don't think mass heart attacks and strokes in Atlanta is something to be proud of, dear. I need y'all to get it together, put down put down the purple stuff, right, and get your life together. Um, I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking you to enunciate your words. I like it. I like it. It does. It's not something that I can listen to every day. Now, if I had my crown and coke, uh-huh. um, and I after a couple cup, you know, cups, and I was feeling myself, oh yes, I may be able to understand Young Thug. I will feel what he's saying. I can even feel what Future is saying. But something that puts me in a good mood, that you know, that has me dancing, you know, yeah. something I can listen to every day. I can't count on them for that. They're very specific. To me, like, okay, I only listen to them if I'm in a turned up mood. Even the Migos rap and sing. Now that I think about it, like, Migos they be singing, I'm not you free. Like, they, they be singing and rapping. Like, like I said, like, that's just kind of the mark of 
artists today mm-hmm. as far as where hip hop and rap is like actually no Travis can be no sings and rap. Yeah. But yeah, he, he actually sings. Yeah. Now it's not like he's trying to sing. Because like he didn't feel some like auto tuning that pitch yeah. correct on there and, and you know And he didn't feel like throwing, you know, some money toward an unknown singer to sing a hook. He's like, I'm gonna do this myself. Right. And it's funny because think about this. Remember they used to uh, Fifty Cent used to make fun of uh, Ja Rule. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. Like, like for but real. then he started singing. And then he did it. He did it on that very next album. Uh, you know, yeah, Get Rich or Die Trying uh, came out. Questions. You know, uh, uh, going at Ja Rule with Wangsta, and then the very next album had Twenty One Questions had a uh, Take You to the Candy <laughs> Shop. Like yeah. my nigga, you made Candy Shop. Hypocrite. For real. But, hey, I, I still enjoy it. Like, I'm not one of the people that kind of try to stay reminiscent on the past music. I love it, but I love the music of today, too. I think it it, it has its place in today. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, I'm the opposite. Like, I, I'm nostalgic about past music. Mm-hmm. It does. It gives me, it puts me in a good mood. Today's music is so... I haven't heard it. Mine is because of the internet. Okay. I haven't heard an album where I can play from in okay, because of the internet and Good Kid Mad City. Those are only two albums in the last three years, I'll say, that I have been able to play from beginning to end. The rest like I haven't heard a good a good C D that that gave me rap, that gave me R and B. That gave me a good mix of it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was gonna say if we talk it's just albums like yeah, I mean I, I liked YG's album. Uh, my crazy life was a good one. Um That was a good one. Uh definitely like you said, a good kid in that city. That's one that I took. Um shit, I'm bringing Don Kennedy, like Yeah, it, it's something. It's something it, it's been far few between. Like I'm talking about times where you knew for a fact you were you know, the CD's about to be bombed, like Confessions mm-hmm. was a bomb C D. Even thinking about Drake. <laughs> Like, what was his last album? Nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. I don't even really remember that one like that. Like, what was What's on that? It had some song, like, it was a good album. But it wasn't memorable. Oh, with Janae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't really anything that was exciting, which that's, sorry, switching to Drake real quick. Like, with his next album, Views from the Six, like, I really hope it is, like, a classic because there's been so much antis- anticipation behind it. It's like, you gotta come with something strong because, you know... Uh, and these uh, little singles he's been dropping been yeah, fire. They've been fire, but I'm like, I want him to put out a consistent project on this next one because mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling that, but nothing was the same. I love Take Care. I love... Uh, 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 Thank Me Later. Thank Me Later. Uh, I was listening to So Far Gone the other day. Even that mixtape was popping. Like mm-hmm. he has consistent songs, but his last album wasn't there for me. And with all the anticipation building behind him right now, especially coming off this this uh, Meek Mill stuff, uh, mm-hmm. this future album uh, collab album, like you gotta come with some hard yeah. because you've been talking about it forever. You know what I'm saying? What I'm wanting out of him, and it's a stretch, and I'm probably have to wait another like six years to even hear something like this from him again. Mm-hmm. But I want a good mix of what he's putting out now and what he, you know, when he first came out. I'm talking about like replacement girl, comeback. So yeah, the comeback season uh, mixtape. I I want some singles like that. Give me some R and B like that. Like, don't you have a man? He would. He was. He wasn't shit back then. 
Yeah. But the way he put it when he teamed up with Big Brother, yeah. beautiful. He hasn't even done anything with Trey Songs in a while. Right. And he came up with right. Trey Songs. Like, that was his right hand man. Yeah. Uh, I would love to hear something with Trey Songs again. Just give me uh, give me something. That's a question. We was talking about R.I.P. What about Trey, though? I, didn't, I wasn't feeling it. It was all about was him. Song? Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, it was. No, actually, I, I can. I like two songs on there. One with Nikki. In slow motion. In slow motion. Yeah, but I also didn't listen to the album, so I don't. Um, I, I didn't. The entire album was about cheating on his girlfriend, and that's what I didn't. I'm not. That's. What I'm, I'm saying that's not. I can't vibe with that. That's not. That's make me feel like I'm in love. Yeah. That's that's what's wrong with music today is that music's not talking about love. Okay, but they are talking about love. If he's talking about cheating on his girlfriend, what's the difference between that and all these female R&B singers from back in the 90s uh, or even, you know, that whole era? Deborah Cox, nobody's supposed to be here. Uh, that wasn't about cheating. Okay, I wasn't talking about cheating. I was talking, what, what was it about? She wasn't supposed, she wasn't ready to love again. Okay, but she's talking about, I'm heartbroken, blah, blah, blah. Is that not the same thing as these hoes ain't loyal? He's heartbroken. No. These hoes ain't loyal. It's like, I'm not going to commit to no woman. That's the same. Yeah. Fuck these hoes. Okay. I'd rather get money and fuck these bitches and leave them hanging. Okay, so what's I want to fuck sisters. Here? So what's nobody supposed to be here? Nobody's supposed to be here. She said, um... How did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. I tried that love thing for the last time. Yeah. My heart says no, no. So, so she, she doesn't like, want to love. love. She's not. She's not necessarily saying fuck love, but she's like I've been. Through, I've been heartbroken so many times, and here you are, unexpectedly making me love you. Nobody's supposed to be in my heart right now. There's songs like that right now. Uh, uh, if <laughs> this I, is what you're doing. I'm saying this is what you're doing. I'm saying for those Mary, who can't see me, any, it's a reach. Any Mary J. Blige record. Always oh, no, no, no. Don't. Always. Don't, don't come for Mary. I, hey, don't come I rock with her, but I'm just saying, if we want to talk about artists making music about she was still and, love with his secretary. And these hoes ain't shit. She was still talking about them niggas Where ain't shit. Where's the days a week? She was by your side when no one else was there. These hoes ain't loyal. Making sure you get on your feet. 11 years. Right by your side. And you can leave at the drop of a dime. Oh, no. She's not talking about these hoes and wolves. She's talking about how she gave her heart to you with them kids. And y'all took vows before God and your family. And you decided to leave her for some other hoe. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to, if you, I, I, I'll level with you. Mm -hmm. He's mine. You may have had him once, but See? I got him all the time. Yeah. You. Mm -hmm. you know, t-shirt, my panties, like things like that. I understand. I understand. I got you. So it's, it's clear. The same thing. It's not the same thing. Like, I don't know. Those are those are good cuts, but it was like, I'm not gonna say it was like few and far between, because at the same time, you turn that around, you got a total talking about kissing you. Mm-hmm. You had the shit the nineties, that's when 112 came out. Um with nah, anywhere was like more late nineties. Um <laughs> You know, you got Tyree, Sweet Lady, Lately, Monica, Angel Lamont. Like, when the I difference between like, now and the 90s is that there was a balance between fuck love and I want to be loved. And now it's just fuck love, fuck peace, hoes. Because there was niggas. a progression. Now that I look at it, because uh, I might be going for another reach, but all right, we talking about what you just said. And then... Think about, uh, uh, you know, since he popping again, because the why you always lying again, uh, 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 why you always lying guy, excuse me, RL. Uh, RL, and talking about 
uh, dancing too close and he feeling a little poke coming through, right? Mm-hmm. He was talking about being a in the club. And I didn't realize that until <laughs> I was 20 fucking two. Right. That's so, nasty. <laughs> so, you know, I think slowly it was just a progression of how R&B reflected love at the time because back then, yeah, love really meant something. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm rambling, but what I'm saying is, like, looking at today's society or these kids, teenagers, I don't want to call them these kids, but looking at the younger people's idea of love, their goals and all that, sometimes it'd be the dumbest shit ever. Like, they just want somebody to smoke weed with while they chilling in their bedrooms. Yeah. We got matching Jordans. This is love. I'm just trying to get the light bill paid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whereas back then, they was talking about, you know, coming to your job, giving you flowers, and I'm going to lay you down, you know, make love to you. Mm-hmm. That ain't happening no more. Okay. We fucking. Mm-hmm. Shit. Bust it open. Love the way you like, like the fucking uh, the weekend. That nigga be singing in the, the highest voice about fucking just that. You know what I mean? That's R and B now, as opposed to then. And that's why I hold on to older R and B. Like that's why I mainly listen to that. I'm not gonna say I'm, I'm super opposed to the music of today because I like it. I love the Migos. I'm still waiting on my Migos mixtape. I'm never gonna get it. You know, yo. <laughs> You know, preach murder, but still, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's a, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm longing for a good R&B album. So, do you think it's gonna ever come back? Like, is it ever gonna have a return, or is it gonna continue to just be a, a, a far-fetched idea of love? But I mean, what I guess what I'm saying is, what do you? What's going to be hot in R&B in the next five, ten years? Or what do you think? Because obviously we don't know. Tyrese, I honestly feel that, yeah, in the next two years, I'll give it two and a half years or so, there may be a resurgence of uh, love. love and good R&B music because after Tyrese dropped his album, you know, other artists kind of like poked their head up like Meerkat's like, what? Oh, well, he said he got the best. He still got the best. He said he got the best R&B album. Yeah. Oh, I can do that. So I feel like Chris Brown's upcoming album is going to be all about love. He has a daughter now. His ideas, you know, must have changed. Or what's his most recent single called Liquor? <laughs> I didn't listen to it, so I don't. I'm know not the even listening here in life because I don't pay attention to Chris Brown. <laughs> I really don't like. It's crazy. This this boy used to be my MySpace layout, like, and then I don't even know him anymore. Um, I feel that um, Trey Songs may give us something. I don't think so. I don't know. He may surprise us. I don't think so. What's that? How, how I just I don't I don't see it for him. Yeah, I see, see I see him continuing to do the same thing he's doing now. Yeah, same tired like, R Kelly type vibe. Basically, I feel like he because if you think about it, he's not even really like. I don't want to say he's not relevant because he's relevant, but I mean, like, people aren't like, oh, shit, Trey Songz anymore. At least at least I'm not. Let me not speak for everybody, but you know what I mean? I'm not like, oh, shit, Trey Songz got a new giant. Like, he fell off, off uh, after, um, I think it's one of these albums, like the back of my hand. Because um, Chapter 5 was good. Okay. He fell off. I, I feel like he really, like, he, you could tell the decline after, um, like, the album with Go Side of the Bed. Because he, he peaked. Yeah, that was, that was Cause that, that entire album. Yeah. 
had hits. Like it was Yo Side Bed, um, Invented Sex, um, Scratching Me Up, um, just a host, a host of different songs. Like it, he had at least ten bangers on there. Yeah, at the very least. And he had some sleepers too, like some ones that she was like, "Oh, oh shit, it's pop." Right, right. Um, it would be you. You, that's my shit. But, you know, he had some he had some cuts. Like, that entire album was super good. And so then, it's like, coming off of that, he came out with Chapter 5. Or, um, no, I feel like he released a mixtape. That was Ready, wasn't it? Ready was the one with yes. the minute sex yes. and all that? Yes. Yeah. Like and that. then he came out with that one mixtape. Um, what was on that one? I remember the nasty song. Um, no, Flights of Skype was the fault. No, was that Flights of Skype? Was that the following mixtape? Anyway, he had those two mixtapes, and then he came out with Chapter Five. Chapter Five was okay. Like, don't ask me what songs were on there. I'll know if I heard it. Mm-hmm. I'll know what CD mm-hmm. CD that was on. And then he came out with Don't Ask Me What This Last Album Was. Trigger. Trigger. I guess. And Trigger Reloaded. I guess. Like, like we asked. Like we asked for that. <laughs> we asked to get it back. Like no, <laughs> no one asked. Nah. Um. I think what he needs to do, and this is only just based off what we were saying, like the state of R&B and, and music or hip hop music has changed because, you know, you got people like Ty Dolla Sign, you know, Fetty Wap that can rap and sing. So people will go to them to have them sing the hook or like we're saying, the person will do it themselves. So I feel like if Trey doesn't have a, a, a another resurgence, then what he needs to do is just find a young artist and groom him. You know, within today's age, that would make him more relevant. No, even think about it. Like female artists are, or become an actor. That that would work for him too. He looks so much like Tanner Shay. It's not gonna work out. Like thinking about it, female artists are not even yeah. popping anymore. Really think about all the female artists that are out right now. Who's a female R and B artist right now? Tori Kelly. Who's that? Don't know. Who's a, a mainstream female R and B artist right now? Rihanna. That's Rihanna's, crazy. Rihanna's pop. Rihanna's pop. Nicki Minaj's pop. Yeah. Pop about. Well, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, she's a rapper. She's teetering. She was pop, and then she's coming on back to rap. Yeah. Damn. 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 Beige Love is a rap. That's my bad. Okay, Michelle gave up on music. That's right. Where's she been? Taylor Braxton looks like a Muppet. But she has a talk show. She's, and she's on dancing. You will not disrespect that family. And Love she's them. whatever. And she's on dancing with the stars. I love him. I, I love Tony. Okay. That's all I needed to know is that Tony Braxton is a Braxton. So therefore, by the, the distributive property or one of them motherfucking math terms, I love all them Braxtons. All of them. Just because of Tony. Facts. That's how I feel. Fix Don't care enough. Um, and that is... It, I mean, we're talking. If we're talking about mainstream, there are none. But then we can look at like the quiet sleepers. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chris Seven Show is still doing things. Awesome. Uh, Would you? Uh-huh. I haven't heard a scissor song minus the one that was on. No, my I was going to say that. Uh, would you know Janelle Monae be considered an R and B artist? She's more neo. So honestly, that's all I was about to say. Like maybe R and B isn't even a thing anymore. Maybe the genre just doesn't exist. There's neo soul. There's hip hop. Because, like you're saying, brain that's rock. a good question to pose uh, for everyone listening. Do you think that R and B is now a obsolete genre? 
Is it just neo soul in in rap now? That's what I feel. Really think about it. If there are some R&B albums out there, go ahead, put us up on game. Like right, like I listen to some R&B. Yeah. Like like I said, I love me. I love trap music, real rap, raw, like street music. That's what I like. But I listen to R&B too. So you know, put me on game on something because. I'm sitting here and I really can't think of any real R&D artists anymore. I don't know. I have to... Like, Especially if you know. The only time I come across new music, to be honest with you, is if Tumblr is hyping somebody. But you have to be careful with Tumblr. Tumblr hypes the most dumbest things. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes um, you come up with one. Yeah, I'll be finding some, some, some gems, some hidden gems. And that's why I rock with Tumblr. That's like the only social media that I like really like to go on even though mm-hmm. I don't go on like every day that's like the one I like to because mm-hmm. it's like I don't know you know you're gonna get a laugh stuff. you know you're, you're gonna get some type of knowledge yeah. while you're on there yep but anyway that's about it for us today uh, thank y'all for rocking out with us thank you for listening uh, definitely continue to follow us and support share with your friends and everybody uh, you know we'll be back next week talking about the same kind of things we don't talk about movies TV shows whatever we watched on Netflix recently and uh, just whatever's going on in the news and the media world so thank y'all yeah um, you know follow us on social media uh, hit me up on Tumblr um, Honey and Gold I believe is H-O-N-E-Y-N-G-L-D Somebody must have took her name already. I listen. <laughs> <laughs> you know Tumblr. Actually, let me get that right for you. Go ahead and put your information. Right, mine. You could uh, definitely catch me on Instagram at Josh Legend. Uh, same thing on Twitter, Josh Legend. I'm trying to start tweeting more because I used two years ago, so I'm trying to get back into it. Uh, Tumblr. It's it's just classy. That's what it is. It's just classy, as I was said. I might change it, but that's what it is for now. Um, and like I said, you can definitely check me out on the radio 5 to 7 p.m that's if you live in vegas it's 91.5 hd2 but you could listen anywhere in the world download the rebel hd2 app and uh, i'm on there 5 to 7 every friday night yes i have that template for you it is honey and go h-o-n-e-y-n-g-l-d same i uh, go about the same thing on instagram underscore honey and gld on there don't be afraid say what's up talk to me i'm friendly i don't bite on Tuesdays. On Tuesdays. Uh, <laughs> you know, thank you all for listening, and we will be back next week. Absolutely. So, like we, like she said, thank you for rocking out with us. Uh, you know, we're just two people with, with our opinions on things. We don't like to think that we're better or have the strongest opinion on things, but it's our opinion. So, that's how we feel about it. And uh, Hit us up. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let me know what y'all you, you think. Anyway, we up out of here. It's Netflix and Ill. I'm Josh Legend. Miss KB. We out. Be great.